The smell of cheese, pepperoni, and tomato sauce ruthlessly teased Angel all the way to the slender side street leading off of the main road. His stomach growled, reminding him the last time it had been fed was hours ago, and a few bites of an oat bran muffin washed down with a mouthful of cold coffee wasn't going to sustain him for very long. Screw it, I don't care if it's cold, I'm rolling down the window, Angel muttered to himself. This damned pizza is killing me. Leaving the bakery's modified VW van for Justin to use for deliveries in the morning, Angel was left with his old Range Rover to load up the walk-in for his morning crew. It needed new... everything, but the beat-up old green beast was reliable and fairly easy to fix. Although when his ass hit a hard edge in the seat frame when the rover's tires rambled over a large bump in the road, Angel figured the damn thing could use a better suspension. Yeah, that's happening. When pigs fly, he sighed. His cell phone chirped from its perch in the truck's console, so Angel hit the button on the one new thing he'd gotten for the rover. A stereo he could talk through when he drove and answered. Hello, Pizza Shack Bakery. Dude, it's seven o'clock. Where the hell are you? Roman's voice cracked, reaching for manhood, then crumbled into a squeak that was more aluminum foil on teeth than gravelly baritone. Joey Jr. just dropped off some pizza for us, because he was heading home sick and said you're out making deliveries for him. One delivery, Angel corrected. And did you thank Joey Jr. for the pizza? Justin did. I was taking a shower. So when are you coming home? His younger brother sighed heavily. Stupid Justin won't let me play any games until you're here, remember? Yeah, because he doesn't want to watch you leave blood spatter all over the TV screen. Won't be more than 45 minutes, tops. Leave some pizza for me and you can stay up an hour later. Dude, it's Friday. I can already stay up an hour later. Roman snorted. And we've got three pizzas. Well, I meant an hour on top of what you've already got. Angel maneuvered around a bend slowly, not liking the blind curve. His lights caught on something alive in the brush, a pair of eyes reflecting yellow back at him for a brief moment, then disappearing into the windswept grasses. But if you want to be a dick about it- No, sorry, okay? I I just want to play tonight and Justin's a weasel. Justin's doing us a solid by hanging with you. Don't be an asshole about it, Angel sighed. Get some food in you, watch some TV with him, and I'll be home as soon as I can. Did you do your homework? Bro, it's Friday. Bro, get it done before I get home, and you can play games all frickin' weekend. He'd been told by the counselor to pick his battles. The idiot woman just hadn't told him which ones to pick, and it seemed like the one war he constantly waged with Roman was about schoolwork. All of it, Rome. I've got the list from your teachers. Fine, but if I'm dead from boredom when you get home, it'll be your fault. Roman hung up before saying goodbye and before Angel could hit the end call button. It always is, dude. Exhaling hard, he muttered to himself, Always. A rise in the road hid the house from view, but Angel could see its lights shining over the hill's edge. A few hundred feet and the place's jutting angled white spires emerged from the darkness, its crystalline windows and crisp lines of vivid brightness against the star-filled sky. The home was a quartz fortress, rising from the gold and gray coastline. A massive, profane slice of modern architecture set down in the middle of a homey, California beach town.
Damn, this place is nice, Angel whispered, carefully balancing the pizza as he got out of the rover. And Jesus, it's huge. The door was pretty hard to miss. A tall, wide plank of heavy black wood. It dominated the house's front face, competing with the expanse of long windows above it. The doorbell took a while to find, and Angel was only certain the button he'd pressed was a chime because he could hear it echo through the house's massive interior. A few seconds later, the door opened, and he found himself staring straight into his past. Angel's breath stole from him, sucked out by the shock of the achingly pretty man with weary, bright blue eyes and short, ruffled black hair standing awkwardly in front of him. He'd kissed that bruised mouth and suckled on those long, trim fingers. He knew the taste of the man in his throat, a sensual echo strong enough to flavor his memories, even after all the years they'd racked up behind them. Well, Angel heard himself say, It's you.